Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 welcome to one more episode of Art Impact. I'm your host, Rekabal Stella, and it's just so incredible to have you here. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about creative blocks, what they are, one of its most common forms, and the best steps you can take as an artist to dance your inevitable tango with perfectionism. So let's start with what a creative block is. Creative blocks, resistance, imposter syndrome, they are pretty much different names for the same creepy green gremlins that show up every time we attempt to do something new that make us feel outer or inner threatened. They show up like clockwork every time that we go out of our comfort zone and ultimately every time we create. As you know, these formless, weightless mental blocks are no fun. They make us feel scared, stuck and unengaged. And the truth is, If you are daring to follow your path with your whole heart and go for what you truly desire and need, they will always be around. Creative blocks or resistance is that inner invisible risk-averse force that tries to protect us from engaging with the significant challenges we want or need to tackle and new neuroscience research show us that they are kind of a outdated survival mechanism. Today we know that our brains have a negativity bias and naturally give more attention and weight to negative facts and thoughts than positive ones. You see, our brain was formed tens of thousands of years ago, at a time where we shared our hunt with saber-toothed tigers and basic survival was always the main task of the day. 
So, of course, being more scared about a threat than excited about risking something new was vital in our survival back then. And in the end, it made it possible for you and me to be having this conversation right now. Well, but the thing is, there are no saber-toothed tigers anymore. And not going for what your heart really wants and needs. In our world today, it's the real danger. It undermines your health, your creativity, and even your financial stability. It shrinks your sense of purpose and moments of deep fulfillment in your journey in this life. So, as Stephen Pressfield says, if you find yourself asking yourself and your friends, am I really really a writer? Am I really an artist? Chances are you are. The counterfeit innovator is wildly self-confident. The real one is scared to death. So now that we know that these creepy green gremlins that helped us survive for millennia are here to stay, let's talk about the main types of creative blocks and how we as artists can find ways of, instead of being stuck, dancing our tango or Macarena with them. One of the main types of creative blocks is self-doubt or perfectionism. Self-doubt and perfectionism wear different costumes, but they come from the same sticky thought, which is worth equals perfection. I, myself or my work will only be enough or worthwhile when they are perfect. Whoa, that's a hard one. For some, it shows more like a swirling, whirling lack of confidence in one's own abilities and decisions. For others, it shows up as a continuous self-harming strife towards a goal that never ever comes. When I find myself trapped on this, I find it great to remember that nothing new or meaningful has ever been created from a place of total confidence and where creativity is concerned, there is no absolute right or wrong. To create anything is to start a journey And so it's not about right or wrong, good or bad, but about being closer or further from an ideal, ultimately from your own ideal taste. And that at the end of the day, not going for it because it's not perfect enough or because I feel a tremendous fear of failing might indeed be the only mistake I can ever make. There is a few things I find really helpful while dealing with this special gremlin. First one is reconnecting with my body 
before I create. So going for a run, a walk, doing some stretches or maybe some yoga. These blocks are really a mental construction and so reconnecting with our body is an excellent way of finding a new sense of flow. And another one is waking up early. So it's a bit hard, but uh, at 5 a.m. I feel like I can do really anything. So my most inspiring and bold creative work usually happens in the first two hours of my day and the world is totally quiet. You might want to experiment with that. There is a fantastic book called The 5am Club by Robin Sharma with many great tips on that. A third tool that I find really helpful is experimenting with getting things wrong. Oh, that's a hard one for me, but it's so liberating. Cultivate a space of free exploration and expression without any predetermined objective every day. For me, it's blocking off 30 minutes of for free writing very first thing in the morning. Well, after I'm dressed, meditated and made a cup of tea. You can also start with as little as 15 minutes and instead of writing, experiment with another creative activity like dancing, drawing, painting or whatever serves you best. The main thing here is setting your brain for curiosity and exploration so you can still have this sense of space and possibility even when you are entirely focused on on an activity that has clear goals. And the fourth tool that I would love to share with you today is getting good feedback. Oh my gosh, that's so important. Well, it doesn't matter if you are a renowned art master or you have just started. We are all learners and we will always be until the last stroke. So finding a mentor and peers that are able to give you generous and honest feedback is gold. Making a list, a really short one, of the people you will seek and really listen to in your path and start integrating their feedback into your own growth is a very good place to start. As I like to say, roadblocks are a sign that you are moving. And creative resistance is no different, apart from the fact that, well, let's get real here. All these creative blocks are creations of the mind. And well, they are not really real or concrete. They are more like mental constructions created by our ancient brain trying to protect us from any kind of risk. Now I wonder, what was your favorite insight in this episode? And most importantly, 
how can you put this new discovery into action right now? I love to hear from you. So pop over on Instagram at Raquel Balistella and drop me a DM to share your thoughts about this episode and let me know what you have been up to. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website www.raquelbalistella.com podcast If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a 5 stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next.